Thinking Bigger podcast. I'm here with Granddad, a mate from work. So we're just going to talk about a few bits and pieces. Don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Don't know yet. We've got a specific question. What is your view on reincarnation? But we're just going to have a bit of talk before that. <laughs> so, talk. so you know who we are. You know, we're just talking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> There's no way someone could be that cheeky. Uh-uh. Got Google up looking for any facts and uh, you know anything that we actually <laughs> so need don't to know. So that's stupid. Yeah, I know it's factual stuff. But I suppose we just talk how we normally do, really. Ferris Bueller could not have. If he was that smart and that cheeky, he'd be working like in the government. There's no way that he was so clever. What that's part? Like, it's like spycraft. What part about it though? Do you not? Just everything about Ferris Bueller's <laughs> day off. He's it's spycraft. Sure, it is. You know when he's got his mate Cameron and he convinces him to take Well, he's incredibly manipulative. Yeah, that's incredibly manipulative. (laughs) Ferris Bueller displays, like, psychosocial traits. (laughs) He does. (laughs) He does, he does. Like, he manipulates Cameron. Like, Cameron doesn't want to do this stuff. Yeah. And he makes, he ends up making him, like, that car... What is it? It's like a Ferrari 250 it's a, it's or something. It's a flash car. I don't know what it is. It looks it's like a Jaguar, but the yeah. F-Type, doesn't it? F-Type? It's, um, it's like, it's some sort of old Ferrari. Yeah. Definitely. It looks like some sort of 250, maybe a California. And then they're trying to run the miles back on it as well. Yeah, it? but there's that scene where like Cameron just sits in his car and he just like, I might be a bit wrong here because I haven't seen it in a while. He like bangs the steering wheel and he's just like, he's just yeah, destroyed serious. as a man. How could you put some? <laughs> he's al- he's already pretty destroyed though, isn't he? Like the he first is, moment yeah. you see him, he's in the bed thinking about. Oh, I'm well, he sings himself so in Cameron's land. That's the one. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. Uh, yeah, he feels bad, but he has a good day at the end of the day, doesn't he? he... And he sees Ferris Bueller's bird all in a bikini gear and all that sort of stuff, like getting changed, doesn't he? Because he's sat there like. Oh he, yeah, like, yeah, nice one. Like he doesn't. Uh, so not his moving. reward for doing loads of shit he doesn't want to do is he gets to see his best mate's bird in yeah. the knickers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, he's saying that's not a good deal. No, I'm not saying it's not a good thing, guys. He does a lot of shit he doesn't want to do. Yeah. Well, you know, wouldn't we all like to? He's taken advantage of. I can relate. Yeah, I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah, but he does. He ends up doing loads of. Shit. But you know, from Ferris Bueller's day off. Yeah. To my two weeks off. And how long have you had off? Yeah, have you only had a week off now? Because yeah, it's only been a week, yeah. Have you got next week off, though? Until Thursday. Until Thursday. Until Thursday. Yeah, that's how I suppose. But we've not been doing much. You go on massive walks, like 13 miles. Yeah, ridiculous. I'm not getting any slimmer. I'm not, this hat still fits the same. This hat's not any bigger. But yeah, I don't think you lose weight off your yeah, forehead. Yeah, I do, trust me. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Is that the first place it comes <laughs> off, yeah. your forehead? <laughs> yeah, but... No, I don't, I'm not actually dropping that much weight, it's kind of disheartening. I just do it because there's nothing else to do, is there? You can go for an hour's exercise. An hour. I'm walking 22 miles an hour. <laughs> Get yeah. that 22 miles in. If we uh, jump into the first question in that. Yeah. What's your view on reincarnation? You said that you've had thoughts about it today. Yeah. Like, what have you thought? Well. You mentioned it, but I haven't asked about it. No, I've been keeping it. 
Well, do you ever... Do you ever feel... <laughs> 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 like a plastic... Oh, yeah. Do you ever feel... <laughs> Just empty. Just like a plastic bag. empty, but you're ready to break under any sort of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> the worst bit about your life is you last forever. Like, there's no end. You can't die. Oh. That's it. You're hollow and you can't die. I feel like she's she's had a real yeah. philosophical moment, actually. Yeah. Thinking about that song more realistic. Existential crisis yeah. and she thinks she's a carrier bag. <laughs> oh my goodness. Some sort of crap. I've never thought oh about it like that. I'm just hollow, but I'm going to live for about 20,000 years before I decompose. <laughs> I don't know how long it is, bless it last, but it's a long time. It is a long time, isn't it? And that's why you should Choking recycle. Balls. Yeah, uh, recycle, listeners, yeah. recycle whenever you can. You know, we do. That's what we try and do. Because you might come back as a turtle, if you believe in reincarnation. And imagine a straw going up your nose that you can't get out. Your I <laughs> 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 loves it. Yeah, so, anyway, back to the question. You said... Yeah. You said that you had thoughts from reincarnation. Do you ever feel like you have this, like, profound affinity for something that you've never experienced? So it might be, like, a certain genre of music or a certain place. How do you mean? Like, I love old country music, mm-hmm. but that shouldn't appeal to me. I'm, the, I'm a different demographic. Why shouldn't it appeal to you, then? I don't know, because now this is this could delve into, like, musical taste. Well, yeah, a but, little bit, but we're not going too far from the question. Are yeah. you saying that it shouldn't appeal to you because of like, why who you it? are, your age yeah, and your like, sort why of why would it? Yeah, yeah. But, and then you have, like, this want for a place that you're not at and have never been, if that makes any sense. So what, you, what is in country music that you feel, that, you know, that, that comfort with? I feel like... I know it, but n- like none of it really. But it does appeal to you. Yeah. So what's wrong with just having music? But maybe I don't know why. But because if you're, but you're into so many different types of music. Yeah. Being, being you know into your DJing aspect of your life. Mm. Why wouldn't you be into that sort of music? I don't know, but don't you ever think that like your your mind goes a little bit berserk and you think, do I like this because? part of my conscious is shared with someone that did experience this oh oh I see. that's, that's what i mean like so like you, yeah yeah so like I, I there's like songs that i really like but then it's like it's, it's hard to describe but so so you think that's the, the further south from it. your music genre uh your sort of taste is country music you think that's the furthest thing out no because i like I know that you like all sorts. I like all sorts, yeah. I do like a bit of all sorts. You don't feel like you fit into that category almost because of stereotype, maybe. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is the music, but like when you listen to it, I don't feel very... I just think on a whole, I don't feel very English. Maybe that's to do with it. Very English? No. There's another question. That's what, a new one. What is it to be an Englishman? Yeah, 100%. I don't like... I don't like pies. I don't like gravy. I don't. I haven't eaten a vegetable since Christmas Day, and we are now on. What do you mean you haven't eaten a vegetable since Christmas Day? Like, I, I figured this out the other day when I was talking to my mum. Yeah, but there's so many vegetables you must have been eating. You must have eaten like, only if they were in maybe a Chinese takeaway, but like onions. Yeah, maybe that sort of thing. But I'm talking like a plate with with vegetables on it. Yeah, like peas. The carrots. last time I can remember that would have been Christmas Day. 
It could have been after that. Mm. That's the last time I'd have eaten a plate with vegetables. A proper, you yeah. Know, you've sorted your meat out. You've got your you've got your vegetables there. But even with the Christmas dinner, you don't have gravy. Well, some years I don't even have the Christmas dinner. Excuse me. Sometimes, sometimes I will. I'll order a curry on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I'll let it cool down. I'll put it in the fridge, and then I'll microwave that before Christmas dinner. I did that a few years ago. I've done it a few years before then as well. But I'm not going to lie to you. I do think slightly less of you as a man. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not like what you'd consider like English food, like roast dinners. Yeah, roast beef, roast carrots. So just roast, basically roast meats with yeah. vegetables and some sort of gravy and probably potato. Fish and chips is very English. I don't. Though, I can't it? remember the last time I had that. I don't even really like fish and chips. You don't like fish and chips. I like the fish with curry sauce. That's a, a, the sauce. The sauce is a whole different part, though. Small. I know that you don't like gravy, but having curry sauce doesn't, you know. To make it less English, being... yeah, I know. I suppose that's like, I just, I don't really like English food. As I, I'd probably say, I, I'd... you have a Sunday dinner though. No, I don't. I can't remember the last time I did. I don't like it. I just don't. It's got to be spicy, tangy, or sweet. Spicy, tangy, or sweet. They're the three categories that I'll eat. What spicy, you, what? tangy, or sweet. <laughs> if it's spicy, tangy, or sweet, I'll eat it. What do you class as tangy? Oh. Yeah, you, no, you've, ex- you've explained that perfectly to me. The old just tangy, just like spicy, spicy. Yeah. Spicy, tangy, sweet, sweet. Do you like very spicy things? Yeah. Like I like food that's so spicy. I like my heart goes a bit mad and I sweat loads when I eat it. Oh, like an adrenaline like, spice. Yeah, like a like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. But like Nando's, do you ever go to Nando's? Yeah, even the extra hot number extra extra hot sauce that you yeah. can get that's still not as hot as the hottest food no that I've had before no it's not because that's what I like spicy tangy or sweet a lot of English food to me it just tastes like stodgy meat and potato and veg it just doesn't appeal to me but then it's like the English countryside is an idyllic place mm. it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me like winding country lanes and all of that it's, I prefer mm. I'd rather have a big open space. Mm-hmm. I'm talking somewhere in America, like big woods. The land of opportunity. Big sky, big open space, mm-hmm. big wooden house with a porch, big car. I just feel like maybe and maybe that feeling has led to me then taking on board this like perception that country music feels to me because I don't feel English. I listen to country music, and then that is, to me, that's like what I want. You feel like you have such an affinity to country music that maybe you've had a past life, or you feel so close to it that maybe you should have that life. Well, that's the confusion, because like today, I was walking along in the sun, and I was listening to it, and my mind goes a-wandering. Yeah. And then I think it's almost like... The imagination that I have of it is so mm. vivid, it's almost like, do I... The imagination you have of what? A life that you could have? Yeah. So I call daydream about stuff, but it's so vivid, I'm like, shit. But what are you like, daydreaming about? Something that you could have had, like, you could have this lifestyle like where you have house, a big house. A house near the woods, yeah. somewhere in America. Yeah. Where would you associate country music with? Sort of like... Mm. What, Midwestern, but 
So say if it's we're just gonna really? if we're just gonna get Larry to get out the facts <laughs> about <laughs> country music, so we'll have a I look. I suppose it's like the South and the Midwest. Country music origins. If we mm. if we ask him to get out those sorts of facts, like the South and the Midwest. But then um, like bluegrass music as well. I really like old bluegrass music. I don't know what any of that means. Where are we talking about here? Uh, origins, English ballads, cowboy songs. Oh. There's, southern. There's many different... Southern. Sort of southern states, yeah. But then mm. I suppose country music came from like blues music, bluegrass music. Cajun. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's Cajun, a part of it that's... there, yeah. Mexico, Texas country. That's where I would say. I'd say Texas. I don't know a lot about America, but I'd say that Texas is a big provider to country music. Southern yeah, United yeah, States of it, the early 1920s, it says I'd there. I'd say probably well. a lot of it came from like blue collar... Like folky music, like mm-hmm. bluegrass music, which would have come from the south because that was a lot of like black influence. So, Is folk like, and country Georgia quite similar? New Orleans, like, then that's where like jazz was born as well. Mm. Is folk and country quite similar to each other then? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So if we're um, so if you feel like you should have a big house, you should have maybe a stereotypically, if we're talking about it, maybe you should have a, a banjo. Smoking hot wife. Maybe a smoking hot wife. Is, <laughs> yeah, that's a stereotype. Yeah. So smoking hot wife, big house, you've got a banjo, you sat on, say, your porch. Oh, yeah. uh, you're just looking out. As I am now on this chair, slightly reclined. Absolutely. Slightly yeah. reclined, with your banjo, you're looking across yeah. your land. That your sounds wife, pretty happy to me. That you, sounds pretty good. Your wife brings you a... What's, what's the most American... Lemonade. American beer that you Homemade lemonade. Up. I don't like beer. Not a big beer fan. Homemade lemonade, please. Homemade lemonade. Tammy Lynn will bring me homemade. <laughs> Is that amazing? <laughs> no, that's Tammy Lynn. Lynn. No, it's such a redneck name. <laughs> a stereotypical redneck name. Oh my goodness. But you feel close to that, and you feel that maybe that was you in a past life, and that sort of given you a little nudge, even though you're nowhere near that at the moment. So you're in. We're in England. We're in. What did you call where we are? East Midlands. Or just the east? Lincolnshire. East Midlands, because the airport near Hull is East Midlands. East Midlands Airport. It's not too far away at all. That's about an hour away or something like that, isn't it? So, East Midlands. But we're nowhere near what you would put near country music. You're you're talking about South America. Southern America, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, not South America. That'd be... Argentine, Brazilian, <laughs> Peruvian, Mexico. Mexico music. I don't know, it's this, this like, yeah, like we said earlier, there's affinity to something that I've never experienced or been there. Mm. Like, I've, ne- I've been to America, but I've never been there. But then it's this, like, you feel this almost connection with it, but you've never been there. I've, yeah, yeah, I've got places that I'd like to go, yeah, but, but then. You could argue, is that cultural? Like, is it because I've seen it on TV or maybe we grew up with, like, American TV when we were younger, so... A lot of it is American TV. I feel like I know it, but I've not been there. There's a couple of things that I've been sort of forced... Not forced towards, but sort of nudged towards because of what I've seen before. Say, like, do you know the magician Dynamo? Mm. So he's done a lot of magic tricks all over the world. And he put out a uh, a series called, I think it's called Magician Impossible. Mm. Yeah. And it, he did something over in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, where 
he went up to Christ the Redeemer, the statue. Uh, and he levitates in front of it. And he levitates in yeah, front of I've it. And that, people yeah. are absolutely mesmerised. They can't move. They're taking pictures. They're infatuated by this guy just levitating in the same pose as well as mm. Christ the Redeemer. He's got his arms out. We've like seen what they've done recently and they projected a doctor onto Christ Redeemer. A doctor? It looks really cool. What do you mean a doctor? They projected like a doctor onto it. So he was he had like Christ the Redeemer statue lit up as a doctor in coronavirus tribute. Oh, so he's got the um, yeah, so outfit. They of... had a projector, and they projected onto him like oh, like a stethoscope, a, a stethoscope, and a doctor's gown. Yeah, to commemorate the. That was pretty cool. We're looking at, by the way, we're looking at a laptop with a picture of Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro. It looks really good how they've done it, and it has the whole uh, what do you call it? a lab? Not a lab coat. A doctor's a... coat. A doctor's coat. With the scrubs underneath. Yep. The stethoscope. Uh huh. His, his face and hair is coloured in as well. It's coloured, yeah, as as though it's very realistic <laughs> yeah, of a human form, yeah. But it's um. Oh, it says mm-hmm. here a thirty-eight meter tall statue is lit up wearing hospital scrubs, a white lab coat, and a stethoscope, and thanks to healthcare workers on the front line of COVID nineteen pandemic. That is inspiring, though, isn't it? Yeah, to put cool. some to put such a big monumental statue and a religious figure. In fact, that's interesting to talk that about. That is an interesting The fact that it's a religious figure. Maybe we just switched up the whole question. We did. Yeah. Because Christ the Redeemer being a religious statue. Yeah, and they've just and, projected a scientific and figure so, yeah. onto him. But is because that, there'll be a lot of people that are praying for COVID-19 mm-hmm, to go away. Mm-hmm. And, and not, rely, done, not relying yeah, on medical assistance. There'll be people relying on, on religion mm. to get rid of COVID-19. And they've just projected a doctor who is a modern scientific figure, mm. so to speak, like sort of at the cutting edge of what science can do, onto what a lot of people would consider, probably in South America, like a leading religious Yeah, one of the statues. biggest Yeah, like a lot of people would look to that for inspiration and stuff. And they've put a, a doctor specifically on medical image Yeah, like a doctor it. on it, yeah. That is an interesting little fact that we've just delved into. Yeah. It's not got too much information on that here, but... Um... Dynamo. Dynamo? Yeah. So, oh, I'm trying to think where I was going with that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that sort of pull towards places that you want to go. Yeah. Why do you have that pull? I, I remember watching Dynamo, Magician Impossible, and I had a moment of, I want to go there because he's done such an epic magic trick there so he's levitated it's one of his best tricks in it uh, in his series where he's levitated and people think oh my word like what's he doing can he actually levitate or is there tricks behind it maybe a, a couple hundred people it was quite a busy time it was in the summer you know sun was out mm. it was clear everybody could see the whole statue i feel like that's what's pulled me to go there but i also feel pulled to go to places as far flung as new zealand that's a place where I want to go. I want to go to Beautiful Japan. Place. I want to yeah. go to Miami in America. But mm. I feel like that's just from nurture, not not nature. That's not something from yeah. a past you've life seen, that's pulling me towards You've seen it, it and you want to go there. Yeah, but could you think about anything that's pulled you towards a sort of country music where you've gone, oh, I do like that because of... Well, it's not just the music, it's like the place. So, like, I have this real this real feeling that I want to go to some 
midwestern town near the like near a forest that's not like a normal tourist place if you're going to go to america you go to new york i've been there you go to like vegas or you go to la or florida or you might go to a few places in between but it's this like the the thing that freaks me out i suppose might be the term i'd use for it Mm. the thing that weirds me out about it is the place that i'm thinking of so i'll be listening to country music and have these you know we start daydreaming Mm. we just start daydreaming i have these really vivid daydreams in so much detail about somewhere in like some town in the midwest but it's not somewhere that you would go so i don't it's not like it's somewhere i've seen on tv and then been like oh i'd really like to go there i wonder what that's like and i start daydreaming about it yeah that's the bit that freaks me out it's so specific and they're so detailed and they're almost about like it's not something that you've been shown before no it's almost like about a nothing place if that makes any sense like you could probably describe it no offense to the place as like almost quite humdrum just like a small town in the Midwest. Mm. You wouldn't go there on holiday. But, but I have these vivid imaginations of it. And then I come away and I think, why Why did I think of that? But you haven't seen anything in the daytime that makes you think, oh, do you know what? I'd like to go there. Have you ever thought in your conscious mind, not just a daydreaming mm. mind, I'd like to go there. That's a place that I'd like to visit. No offence to the place, if you, obviously, if you don't. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I think for us especially if you was going to go to America like the holiday I've just had to cancel you hit like I said I've been to New York twice mm. been to Vegas but you'd go to like LA San Francisco mm-hmm. maybe you'd go to like Boston in Texas or something you know like Miami would be pretty cool I'd love to go to but Miami. it's just the sort of like almost like the Bible Belt which is even more contradictory as an atheist why I would want to go to that, that's what I mean. It's so confusing because I really, I, I feel like I've been to this place, but not one part of it actually appeals to me. Which like is in weird your conscious because, mind. Yeah, because I could have, you could daydream about like laying on a beach in the Caribbean because mm-hmm. everyone would like to do that. Or you could daydream about like London because that's a pretty cool place. Mm-hmm. But, but to daydream about something, this sounds offensive, but to daydream about somewhere so like, not somewhere so dull, but something so that like you wouldn't actually want to go there something very weird i don't know how to describe it but you don't think of any monumental big attractions no. in, a, in a place like you're daydreaming of no it's just you yeah, they're living their life so. yeah, exactly yeah it's like in my daydreams i'm not even doing anything exciting like the, when i went for a walk today i mm. sort of almost like whited out uh, I was walking down the road to Woodham. I was almost like whited out, and I was literally just daydreaming that I live there and my family come to visit. But it was like nothing exciting. I wasn't like flying through the air and I wasn't a supermodel. I was literally just living there and my family come to visit. And then I was like, why am I daydreaming about something so mundane? That could be me. That could just be. It probably is ninety nine percent sure. It's just my mind has concocted this vision from. But say, Possibly if, something say the other way around, where someone from the Midwest, someone imagining, someone stereotypically country yeah. in America, and they're imagining in their daydreams where we live. They think about, in Lincolnshire, where we are, yeah. they're daydreaming and thinking, oh, um, 
What's what, what something that they could imagine around here? What about here? Yeah. Oh, I wonder how flat it is. It is very flat. It's not. Yeah. There's no hills. That's what nothing, the equivalent would be. Is someone. But that's what like if, so. If I was daydreaming about laying on a beach mm-hmm. in Miami, mm-hmm. absolutely. Or if I was daydreaming about like gambling in Vegas, yeah, I could attribute that to something I've seen on TV or something a friend might have told me. Yeah, there's a lot of films associated. There's a lot with, of you know, there's a lot of Vegas. media out there about that, so I'd attribute it to that. But what what makes me question it is that. I don't recall ever watching a TV program about a guy that picks up his family from the airport in the Midwest. Like, why is that? In like, what has put that in my head? That's what I'm going to bring back around to the reincarnation question because we might have slightly drifted away, drifted off from that a little bit. So, yeah. to bring it back to that question is, why am I daydreaming about something so? mundane mm. it, it's not even particularly ex- an exciting daydream when you daydream about stuff it might be like a car you want to own and you're crashing yeah. it down a road absolutely some bird that you want to yeah. it's going to be like a big party or you're on the beach in the caribbean yeah i'm literally like today for example i was literally daydreaming about picking up my family from an airport in the midwest and i live near the woods and it's why is that there that's and that's what specific. got me thinking slightly like maybe i'm a bit crazy but that's what got me thinking outside the box like for me to think of that, for that thought to have come from somewhere, like, where the hell has that come from? For part of that daydream, would you be able to picture the people that you picked up, or the... Um... I picked up my mum, my brother. So it's people that you already knew. It's people I know, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Were, they, were they wearing any sort of particularly country attire? No, they weren't, because they'd come from England, but, but in were my you? head, I picked them up from the airport and had a truck. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like stereotypically, like pickup a pickup truck. Up, yeah. yeah. I picked them up from the airport, and it just <laughs> drove them back to my house, and I lived down some quiet road near yeah. some woodland in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it was just really weird, because I sort of went into this daydream, and then before I knew it, I was down the bottom of this really long road. So I must have been daydreaming while I was walking for ages. For a long time. Must have been about half, 20, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I come out of it and I was just like, why did I daydream about that? Like, where has that thought come from? Like, that thought to manifest in my mind from somewhere. And then that's what got me thinking about the reincarnation thing. Because I like to, well, it's, it's a lot of like thought exercises mm-hmm. when you're on your own so much. Especially walking aged. And then you start thinking... Where's that thought come from? Because I've not watched anything about it. It's not something that's in the media a lot. It's not... Maybe... Then my mind just starts going a bit crazy. And I'm just like... I've always been, like, interested in the idea of reincarnation. And there's a lot of different views on it where... Depends what you do in your lifetime as uh, what you come back as. So Mm. once you die... Yeah. What are you reincarnated as? Is there's like levels down and levels up where you can go to, Is or it? you're stuck in a sort of, in a Christian sense, like a purgatory where you're just held where you are because you haven't yeah. done too much good, you haven't done too much bad, etc. But the actual definition we've got here by our good friend Larry of reincarnation is that a person or animal in whom a particular soul is believed to have been reborn. Reborn. The same, it's almost like a spirit being held 
And there's no... It's almost like a... Whose law is it where they talk about a matter cannot be destroyed? Ah. It I, is... Oh, do you know what? I can't remember. I know the law. Matter cannot be created or destroyed, only transferred. And it's the same with energy. That's the one? Yeah. So, perhaps, going along those lines, is reincarnation a part of you? Like, your body dies but your soul is not destroyed and it is passed on someone get larry on this someone try to weigh a soul that was a thing get larry on it how would you be able to weigh they basically they have i'm sure somebody was dying and they was weighing them yeah or what and the moment that they and the moment they passed someone was dying and the moment they died they they sort of weighed them a before and after and was there any difference? Yeah. There was. 21 grams. Is that it? No. 21 grams. So, uh, how, sci- how scientific that's the, that's... was this experiment? Because we're, we can't just take this for a, for a fact <laughs> because of what Larry's just told us. Oh, well, he is a famous BSer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you've got an article here because I'd have heard it from somewhere and some guy tried to weigh his soul. It was quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, 1907. A very long time ago, so it's not even a moment where... You're talking in the midst of, well, maybe the beginning of the whole... Scientific revolution. Se- yeah, seances being popular, which... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, that's the thing, I don't believe in souls and I don't believe in ghosts. No, I don't. From a scientific, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big sceptic. Coming from a scientific point of view, I think you are literally, you are what you are, and then when you die, that's it. Mm-hmm. Your, tra- your matter and your energy is transferred into something else, so mm-hmm. you'll become gases and you'll become nutrients for plants. And you think that's, and that's, that's the it. end of you? You don't have that's any the sort end of, of you. Yeah, that's... passing over? No. You don't think you're on the other side? You don't no. think you're transformed into something no. else? Because there's no, there's no scientific evidence for that. And that's what you are... That's what I believe. ...putting yeah. your faith into. That's what I'm putting my faith into, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we go what on Larry has brought up for us, some sort of information about the soul, conclusion was that the human soul weighed three-fourths of an ounce, or 21 grams, which I'm probably going to crop out while we're reading. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> he recorded. It says he recorded not only each patient's exact time of death, but also his or her total time on the bed as well as any changes in weight that occurred around the moment of expiration. So we've found out that the scientist believes that the soul weighs 21 grams. There's a, there's a part of the body, or a part that's living in the body, that weighs 21 grams that's missing out of the body after its expiration. And I don't know... If that's a feasible test, what do you think? Well, 1907. It's 1907. Yeah, it's a, a long, long time, time ago. They're, they're very rudimentary with rudimentary, their yeah. scientific techniques. Pretty rudimentary to today's standards. But I suppose if you think that, like, 1907, you're talking, we're now coming into the realms where they believe that, like, seance. Well, I, I don't believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. as a disclaimer before I say this, but they... We're coming into the era where seances were considered. What do you mean legit. by seances as well? No, the way you all hold hands and you try and charm a ghost. Oh, try and bring them yeah. into. You welcome them into yeah. your sort so, of space. Yeah. 
Yeah, as a disclaimer, I don't believe in that sort of thing. But that's where they believe that that was sort of like a legitimate science. But then from that, you got the offspring of... Because, like, cold reading is a thing. Cold reading? Cold reading. So people that are trained enough, they can, like, read your facial expressions and they can read you and they can guess things. So I don't know whether... I don't know whether that's legit by today's standards but it's pretty interesting he tried to weigh his soul it is interesting like and 21 grams is it's not light it's not heavy but it's not like 21 grams but it's not it's substantial enough yeah to think that there is something actually missing rather than just a oh that's uh on the scales that's a little bit of a anomaly okay let's argue the soul did leave the body Mm -hmm. where did it go Perhaps into um, another body, uh, perhaps into another, say, a life that's almost there, say something like a baby, a fetus. See, the argument I have against that is, okay, so the soul leaves the body, where does it go? Okay, it goes into a baby. Who decides, or what decides what baby it goes into? Is it someone born near it? If it's not born near, how far will it go? It's a little bit off topic. This is the issue I have with ghosts, right? So, do you believe in ghosts? I personally am a little bit of a sceptic. I think that a lot of these programs that bring up, you know, ghost hunters, or I don't know yeah. what I don't know what the programs are called, but I think that a lot of it is set up. I think that a lot of it is, you know, let let's let's draw people in with these trailers of things flying off the shelves or oh. What's that knocking in the background? You yeah, know, I, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm very much a skeptic about it. Yeah. yeah, but you're saying about ghosts and that. Uh, yeah, I am a skeptic. I don't. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like the thought of it. And I feel like if I, if I was to think about it too much, and you're laying in bed and you're thinking, oh, what's that? What's that knocking in the back? What's that knocking in that room next to me? I don't like thinking about it. And why would you mm. think about it? There's no, there's no need for that. There's no need to be scared about anything. There's, no, there's nothing that, say, someone's been killed by a ghost or someone's been maimed by a ghost. Yeah, there's no, no one in history has no. ever been. No, absolutely I've not. had some pretty personal experiences, and maybe this is for another episode. That's, uh, that's, that's the follow-up. Oh, yeah. ghost's real. Because I've had some pretty personal experiences, but I still... Me and my brother, but I still don't believe that they're real and the reason that links me from ghosts to spirits is if you believe in spirits they must go somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where do they go think how many mil okay think how many billions of people have died where do those spirits go ah uh, yeah i do agree with that like you were talking about where the spirit goes out of someone's body and say who it's assigned to mm. Maybe it's not a sign for a while, and there's almost a there's almost a waiting room. <laughs> Do you think I'm on the waiting list? We've <laughs> got a 28 year old white male from the <laughs> east of England who wants him. <laughs> there's there's a there's yeah exactly no, but there could be something where they're waiting to not possess, but do you know what do you know what sort of thing I'm talking about? They're, okay, yeah, they're looking so... to inhabit someone's body so, to continue with their life but they've always got that backstory of where they've been and that's something that you're talking about uh bringing it back to the country music say that your soul that you have now 
is mixed with a soul of someone who is stereotypically very country yeah. and likes that sort of music was from that place. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's brought you together to like yeah. that sort of music and like that sort of lifestyle, even though it's not and no offence again, obviously, not that desirable. exciting, yeah. desirable, yeah, that you want to go there and you want to be someone on a porch, you know, playing a banjo yeah. with their wife, what's her name? Yeah. Sammy Lee or something. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Tammy Lee, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's tricky. It's tricky to, to to think about. But reincarnation itself, what would you change into? Say, if you were to die, God forbid, tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Thinking about all of the things that you've done bad. Thinking about all of the things that you've done good. Where would you go? Would you take a step up, or would you take a step down? No matter what it's into, do, what do you think that you would go go mm. towards? I like to think I'd take a step up. What I would step into, yeah. Christ. What are the choices like? This is where I struggle. Like, what's the order? Mm-hmm. What is that's that's a tricky what, part. Like, what do you so actually? So, from human, because if you think about the hierarchy of creatures on this planet, human has got to be near the top. Yeah, it's got to be because we've got such. What's um, higher than what's higher than human? We believe that we've got the highest intelligence on this planet, you know. So why would there be anything above us? You know, we've got the ability to create, say, the room that we're sat in. You know, mm. we've got everything that we need. We've got. Um, I know it sounds quite in the big scheme of things. It sounds yeah. stupid, but we've got. You know, a, a toilet next to us. We've got the cupboards that we can put our things into, but they're not shown to us, you know, because that would look messy. So, uh, yeah. We've got a window to look to the outside. We've got a view. Um, we've got everything that we need, and that's something that we can buy materialistically, which is probably another episode as well. But where where would you want to go from here? What's what's a, what's a higher being to a human really that, you, that you'd want? I don't think you can. If you can think of a species that you'd think, that's it. That's what I want to be. I'd like. I want to have their lifestyle. You know, like say mm. uh, a house cat. A lot of people say about a house cat being something that's why? higher than us. Why like, would you want to be that? You know, you're lounging around the house. You've got a comfy bed. I do that anyway. You're, you're all. <laughs> I do that anyway. That's my life anyway. I don't yeah. need to be a house cat to lounge around and sleep on a, and lay on a bed all day. <laughs> Brilliant. But you've got. But you've got. You fed. You fed every day. You can go out wherever you like. Yeah, that's better. And. There's no response. Probably something that could fly. But that's the one thing that you... So humans, for all of our intelligence and opposable thumbs and tools and technology, we need another machine to fly. So probably some sort of bird would be cool to be able to fly naturally. I suppose with animals, if you're reincarnated as such, you wouldn't know anything about work, would you? Say if you're reincarnated well, it depends as a cat. If, you, like, if I was reincarnated brand new... Mm-hmm. I would just so following that logic. If I was reincarnated brand new, like as a bird, mm-hmm. as in, like an eagle, I would hatch, and then I'd be like, right, where's my food? Mm-hmm. Where's my mum? Your essentials. Yeah. How do I fly? How do I hunt? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be thinking. Do you remember when I used to have to pay car insurance? <laughs> like I wouldn't be thinking things like that because my the, the logic would be completely different. So the reincarnation theory, I'd be this eagle. I'd be an eagle, but I, I wouldn't know what it was to be a human. That's even if an eagle is a level up from a human, or a level down. And the fact that if you are reincarnated as uh, such an animal, do you have thought? 
do you have the thought of I need food or is it just a natural instinct I need to hunt or is that a natural oh, instinct etc uh... you don't have that backstory of yeah. oh what if this is needed what if this is needed that's you interesting don't, yeah like, you don't have do... that that's and if you get to a human form and you have that level of thought where you think oh what it's like to be a bird they don't have it uh, they don't think about work they don't think about obviously taxes they don't think about car insurance house insurance life insurance all this sort of thing they just have that being surviving mm-hmm. yeah and is that a constant struggle for them or is it oh yeah that's what we need to survive we've got it and then just go and enjoy yourself because we've been told before about say dolphins they're the only other species you know in inverted commas that can enjoy themselves just for fun they do things just for fun yeah. They uh, have sex just for fun. They jump out of the water just for a laugh. That's what you'd come back as a dolphin. Is that is sex that right? For fun. Sex for fun. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. We're not going to stereotype myself on this uh, on this channel, but there we are. But you you understand what I mean, though. Yeah. You don't. Know, you yeah, don't yeah. have those back thoughts. Like of, oh, I don't have of, to do that. I don't have to do this. It's, it's like just another survival. level of their mentality. They do things for fun, not to survive. Yeah. Exactly. But then is that because dolphins are in a position where they can almost relax? And do things for fun. Some animals struggle, some don't. Say for their survival. So can the dolphin have sex? For, can the dolphin procreate for fun? Mm-hmm. I don't know this, but maybe there's an abundance, or maybe they can. But because survival is so easy. Yeah, because survival has been made easier. But what do they eat? What do dolphins eat? You know, something that's so abundant to them and easy to yeah. keep them alive. Then it's. Everything else is just for fun because, after all, survival. They eat fish. Is the <laughs> that's it? They eat fish. Is that Cheers, what I've been, that what I've been told? Yeah. They eat fish. That's it. While some dolphins eat fishes, fishes. The killer whale. I don't a believe. Dolphin. Hang on a second. I don't believe fishes is a plural. Is it? I thought oh, it was no. just fish. I thought fish plural is fish. The killer whale is a dolphin. Yeah, that's brain like herring, cod, or mackerel. Some others eat squids Great or food. other cephalopods. Have you seen some of those giant squids? I've not seen some of them. Holy are they big boys? Girthy boys. Girthy boys. Girthy boys. They are long as well. Long as well as girthy. But I suppose if you were to reincarnate, what would you reincarnate as? If you had the choice of what animal, and don't, and you can't say human. Say you've done good or bad. It would be would some you sort want of bird. To? You'd want to be a bird. Because I feel like that's the... Because the urge to fly is that's something That's the one that... thing that humans can't do without it... using a human-manufactured technology. Exactly. Fly. We can run, walk, hunt, eat, sleep, <laughs> whatever. S- uh, swim. We can go swim. down into the water, yeah. but we can't not get up into the air. A, not for as long as a fish, but there's no way we can fly. We but... can dive for a bit, but there's no way we can fly. Yeah, but we can dive with the oxygen tanks on our back, which lasts however long. I don't know. But how I'm long talking like just a naked human. Oh, just on its own. So a human on their own can hunt. We can create a tool, opposable mm-hmm. funds. We can use tools. We can hunt. We can run, walk, socialize, mm-hmm. be creative. We can swim. We can dive as long as we can hold our breath. But the one thing we can't do. Is jump off of a cliff and flap our arms and fly. So I'd probably come back as a bird. What sort of bird would you come back as? An eagle. Whatever can fly the highest. 
fly the highest. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send our uh, questions a, over to Larry in. then, and uh, we'll ask him a question of what bird flies the highest. Larry? Just so you have the the best view. Ruppel's Griffin Vulture, which can fly the highest, and uh, <laughs> seven thousand feet, which has been seen flying over the Himalayas at heights of nearly twenty-eight thousand feet. It's been spotted at thirty-seven thousand feet, which is the same height as a coasting commercial airplane. How does it? Do you know what though? Like nature's amazing. So for us to survive at that height, we have to be in an airplane with a pressurized cabin and a complex oxygen system. Pressurized to what we are at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. And an oxygen system, but that bird can be at ground level and then just go. That's like these, and go to and, and go to what is it? Thirty-seven thousand feet and just still survive. Yeah. At that atmosphere. And it's okay. And it's fine. That's astounding. We're both a little bit gobsmacked at it, in fact. Where I don't even know what to say about that. We may have gone That's a little cool. We may have gone a little bit we off topic. Gone a little bit off topic, but this is the coolest bird if you was gonna reincarnate it as a bird. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to reincarnate as a bird, Ruppel's Griffin Vulture is is what you'd like to be. If you'd like to fly the highest, then that's what you'd like to be. But I think that reincarnation as a subject is Covered. It's covered. Kind of, yeah. Let's, yeah. So if we wrap up the episode there, we'll see you another time on Thinking Bigger Podcast. Then that's that's fine by me. So have a good day. We'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>